So last night, uh, one of the most iconic nights of my life, I got to hang with you uh, and you put together, like you orchestrated the best group of people, the biggest pop star, the best boxer, the best hip hop artist, one of the best NFL players and the descendant of R&B royalty. And, and, and it was so much love in the room that you put together that um, when I put it on social media, I don't, I don't think people really got what that was. Yeah, it's just a vibe. I just, I just wish that, I, or we'll get to a place, we're not even gonna wish for it, we're gonna get to a place where people just appreciate people while they're here. You know what I'm saying? It's Madonna and Floyd Mayweather like in the same room. These are legends. So when I saw that, I just told everybody like, yo, let's, let's go to the back and let's just let's some, shoot some pictures. Let's capture these moments. Like these pictures are gonna be iconic. And years from now, you can go back and say, we had this moment at Delilah's. And, you know, I just, you know, we just live in our life and we're given that, we're given that energy. We live in that to the, to the maximum. Like people want you to like, go, go inside. We outside now, you know, we just, I get to like, you know, cause Julia told me Madonna wanted to take her to dinner. We was originally supposed to go to Nobu and then he switched it to Delilah's. And actually it was way more people. Like remember it was like, we had Game and- Wax. Yeah, Top came out, he'll never- Never. You know, he'll never show up, you know? So it was, and my cousins were there. Actually the cousins that were in the video were there. Well, that's what I wanted to get to because I feel like one, one thing I did take away, you know, at Hollywood Online, we post a lot of stuff, right? We post a lot of shit, what people are doing, what they're wearing, who they're with, who they're sleeping with, who they're fighting with. But then I think to be on the inside and watch how social media reacts to it on the outside when they're not in the room. Number one, like it was a room full of greatness. A lot of people mm -hmm. that have inspired me and that inspire the culture, right? Then on top of that, your cousins who were there, who came from out of town, who I've met with a couple of times this week about creating some stuff that you're putting together for them. They were here in the studio, uh, here at our studio with Evan last night, talking about their idea that you're supporting. And then they came out last night, had a great night. And then this morning, there was a video that was posted where, you know, you all were in a disagreement. I have tons of cousins I disagree with. I don't know why that's worldwide news. So that's yeah. why I was surprised. Yeah, they act like people just can't be human. They, they, they actually strip me of my humanity when they label me and put me in a box. That's the, the, that's the issue that I have with paparazzi a lot. And you've seen this year, I've, I've sat and signed autographs for 45 minutes in front of the Staples Center. All right, so after such an iconic night last night at Delilah, you went to the house? Uh, no, well, I went to, uh, I went to my hotel and there's paparazzi, you know, sitting there harassing me at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I said, look, just leave the property. You don't know what I'm going through. But what I was going through, this can't be captured in a headline. This is the reason why I wanted to sit down and talk to you directly and talk to the world about exactly what happened. All right. So it's 3 a.m. I just got off the phone with my cousins who I had directed to sit down and meet with Kim because earlier this week, Monday, when I went to go pick my kids up from school, the security stopped me at the gate. So at that point, security was in between me and my children. And that's what was not gonna happen. But I didn't wanna argue about it. So I just chilled, took my kids to school and then took my kids back. You know, I'm driving them as I bring them back in North. It's like, y'all wanna, I, I want you to come upstairs and see something. And it's like, oh, daddy can't come inside, but that hadn't been defined. And I'm hearing that the new boyfriend is actually in the house that I can't 
even go to. And that's where I call my cousins. And my cousins is real opinionated, you know that. So I have my cousins had two directives. I said, I want you to go and talk to Kim because I don't want to talk to him and get into an argument. The cousins that were in the video that we yeah, started. Yeah, my cousins, Abby and Becky. I had two things that said, when you go talk to her, because it took a couple of days for them to even get a meeting. You know what I'm saying? Because my family, I'd ask my dad to call. My dad won't call. It's just no communication. And I never had like a Solange in my family that really like, oh, I feel what you're saying, even though I take care of 30, 300,000 people in my family. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody never stood up and was like, you ain't gonna talk to my cousin like that. So they said, okay, we're gonna stand up and we're gonna say this because this is wrong. It's two things I said, tell her security, not finna be in between me and my kids. And also tell her, don't have my daughter wearing lipstick on TikTok or don't have on TikTok at all if I'm not approve that. And I said it after it was done without me knowing. And then it happened again. So I feel like it's some poke in the bear trying to antagonize me or create this like crazy narrative because to say someone is crazy they're trying to take the power away and do anything to get people to not pay attention to me that's what was so good about the noriega drink champs is because they paid attention to me and this is my biggest issue about big sean and john legend is because they on that train of like trying to they just they just went too they just went too easy you know what i'm saying i changed both of these people's lives and they're about that oh, don't pay attention, he's a rapper, he's a this, like, yeah, I'm a rapper, but obviously I'm a genius too. And yeah, this is America. And when you get strong, just mavericks, black or white, you know, Elon be going through it, Basil's be going through it. But definitely if you add the black component, you add the male component, because anytime there's a, you know, uh, any form of separation, there's no such thing as like a 50-50 male-female custody. The American mindset is like it's a 99% female custody mm -hmm. only time there's male custody is a male got a hundred percent custody so, so when, you, when you sent your cousins to go talk to her what was the expectation my expectation is to say look we ain't gonna be playing these little games these little throw a stone and hide your hand moves little you know what you did and but then if i scream or react or something it's like look at him he's so crazy i wasn't crazy when i put the creative director at Skims. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, is it crazy when we made a temp $2 billion? Mm -hmm. If I got 10 and you got two, what mind helped help that out? You know what I'm saying? It has to be a respect for that. For me as a creative that's working on food, clothing, shelter, communication, education. We got a basketball team, transportation, all these ideas that I'm building with, you know, mavericks of the world on and major companies with. And I go home and it's uh, my solace comes from seeing my kids and getting a solid schedule. That's why I even got the house. You know, they flipped it in the, you know, the media, like there was something wrong with me getting a house next to my kid. You see when my mom took my, me from Atlanta uh, to Chicago, my dad didn't come to the coldest and, you know, most dangerous city in the world to be next to me. He said, I wanted to stay down in Atlanta you know, because of my career. Mm -hmm. It's nothing with my career, with this rap, with this media, with none of that that's going to keep me from my children. And that's what I want everybody to know. Don't play with me. Don't play with my children. And ain't no security going to get in between me and my children. And you ain't finna gaslight me. And you ain't going to run this narrative on me. See, a little, you know, just to get into that Britney conversation, little, few people know that she was going to get some kind of drug test that they could tell through her hair. And that was the point 
of why she shaved her to head. To be the hook to take her yeah. from her kids. And actually the paparazzi that I had slammed in front of LAX was the same paparazzi that went after Brittany. Brittany. Mm. So it's like these three guys that are now, this is happening. So then my cousin pulls up and she's talking to me. I say, give me a breather, get, a, get away from me. She's not taking accountability for the fact that she didn't do what she was supposed to do. And that added to me, you know, uh, being in a, a mood where I was like, I'm not gonna have it because everyone using me, you know, everyone's on my payroll, everyone's using me, right? So that night I wasn't finna have it. But then the reason why they were able to get that video is because she would not get away from me on some like just one of your family members. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know you like that. You know. I, I, I just saw two cousins arguing. That's I what mean, I'm saying. But they will use anything to try to flip it to something negative. Well, I saw how they compounded it. There was the issue of the guy chasing you at 3 a.m. and her pushing you. And or, then, you know, autograph guy. But the autograph secret, they're taking the autographs and make money on it. Mm-hmm. This is the same as a paparazzi. This is not a fan. Mm-hmm. This is someone using your image that probably ain't never listened to your songs. I'm ones that may listen to my song for real, I'll be like signing their joints. And I'll sign a lot anyway. Using, using you. So I end up getting to an altercation with the, the guy uh, that wanted to make money off my autographs. And this dude, just, he just had this like real attitude, like what you gonna do and this and that. I'm gonna just tell you that blue COVID mask didn't stop that knockout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> was it the taunting? Was it the taunting? The disrespect? The disregard for your privacy? Was what was it? Uh, it's all that, but that's that's what Hollywood be. And I'm just saying, look, man, I love the paparazzi. I love the press. I love the media. And we were just out the other night at dinner. You showed them all love. You signed everything. You everything. you did everything they wanted. Yeah, but then they send those two couple like probably like some agents or something to really like gaslight the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want we're going to make it better. And the people that's against me is like, yo, I know I might have a different way or God is using me in a different way than how it's ever been always been done. But this world is broken. It's like work with me. Everybody know that yay is the living, breathing Steve Jobs, living, breathing Disney, Ford, Howard Hughes. At this point, my track record is too flawless with that. You get me in the ring on something that's creative and anything you show it, I'm going to simplify it. Like we want to, as people want to keep things the same and people want to change it because they're afraid. But what I want to just say to like everybody, like, man, you don't have to be afraid of change. I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm an empath. I want the best things for everybody. And I do feel like there's a blue water where there's places that we can agree on you know like there it was funny i always wanted to meet with uh bernie sanders and he refused to meet with me Mm. but i always thought that there were things that he agreed with that the earlier administration agreed with also this was before you were with trump or after this is just around the time when i was wearing the red hat Mm -hmm. and you know bernie met with cardi but wouldn't meet with me and you know i just felt like if, if, I'm, if I'm this polarizing of a character, why not meet with us? Because even like Ice Cube told me this story where, you know, he said Dr. Dre came to him while he was an architect. He was, he was in college to be an architect. 
and he had the, the vinyl in front of him and said, man, you need to roll with us and do this group. And Dre had to talk him into leaving school. But when you see how Cube's mind just don't go with the programming, he's the architect, right? And in this media world, the way they kept us enslaved and entrapped was that we didn't communicate and we didn't communicate to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like people love me and we love ourselves and we ready for something different. Our fathers have been strategically taken out of the homes since the 80s. Drugs been strategically put there. All the guns, the Dracos, all of that is strategically put there to, to gaslight us and to have us attacking each other. Jay-Z said something really amazing to me. He said, man, it's like crabs in a barrel. And Jay-Z said, but crabs shouldn't be in a barrel. Mm. And we've been put in a barrel and we need to be free and move side to side or however we wanna go. And it's a lack of freedom and we don't even realize we are now not, we're not, uh, what is that? What's that word when your race is getting bigger? It's literally, you know, come to a standstill because 50% of the deaths of, of black people a year is abortion. Mm. The Planned Parenthood was made by Margaret Sanger and the KKK in order to stop black people from growing and 80% other Planned Parenthoods are in minority neighborhoods. And it's not just about how many people we have, it's how many people we have that are building a modern uh, Black Wall Street. That Black Wall Street got shut down. If you talk about ginger, gentrification or mm -hmm. uh, during the, was the Harlem Renaissance, uh, when we stopped spending on ourselves. So one thing I'm loving about Essentials, my, you know, my connection with Gap and Balenciaga Virgil's connection with Louis, we broke down a wall where black people believe in black design, right? For, for, for the longest, we would look at like Dior and Louis, like it was here. And we'd be looking like, you know, like our streetwear was just streetwear, it was beneath that. But you know, when I talked to Puff, you know, he said he bringing Sean John back and it's gonna be a luxury brand. And we're gonna put those luxury designers next to it. Cause we're gonna respect that we can be at a luxury level just like Louis Vuitton, just like all these other brands. And why that's important, why this rift that I went into is important, is the beginning of the next renaissance that we believe that we can spend our money with ourselves because we're a trillion dollar, we a trillion dollar dollar. You know, that's, that's what our specific race is worth. But see, where I think you put your money where your mouth is different than Puff is because Puff's talked a lot about big celebrities not supporting black media or you know, uh, not big celebrities, but corporate brands, you didn't have to sit down with me today. You could sit down with anybody. You could sit down with Entertainment Tonight. You could sit down with TMZ. You, you know, don't, no, 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 no. I don't want you to say, we're not going to say anything that's in any disparagement. But no, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything disparaging. I'm just saying where I sit, this exchange, like, like you hear, this is black media. This is black excellence. Like the people who criticize us looking on the Instagram, they're the people that wear your shoes, wear your clothes, listen mm -hmm. to your music. They watched you and Drake. By the way, you tricked him into a versus battle and you beat him. No, I did not, man. But he wrote, man, come on, man. This man wrote my, wrote my you set list. I watched you killed that. I watched in my kitchen. I'm going to listen. This is Jason Lee. I watched. I love Drake. Knew him yeah. before he was had money. You, you did that. And I think everything you've touched creatively is excellent, right? You put a lot of people on. You fed a lot of people's families. Like you've made a lot of people millionaires, billionaires. I mean, you know, you are the culture. And I feel like I go back to the time we were sitting in Chris's house and we were all, me, you, Cardi, Kim, everybody. And 
you and Kim were both talking about your relationship with Trump, but you get beat for it, but she gets praised for it. And I'm confused at like why it's so easy to shit on Ye and not just have an opinion and keep it moving like you do everybody else. Yeah, because it comes, you know, it's so funny. It's like, it's really my fault that I get shit on like that. Watch why, why this is. Because I want to get credit for being the first to do something. Mm. But then if you first to do something, you're going to be the one to get shit on. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it's funny. Like, I'll make some music and I'll be like, man, I want to make some shit to just make niggas mad. And they come out and niggas be mad at me. I'm like, why y'all so mad at me? It's like, nigga, you was trying to make some shit that piss people off, you know? So it just, it comes, um, you know, it all comes with it. But this is, this is uh, God's plan. I can't do this on my own for us to just even be here right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm just driving around, I just came, you know, did my little workout. I'm walking around with my new, <laughs> my new little Balenciaga puffer denim joint. I'm yeah, you're driving, around. I saw you drive, like you're driving. Oh no, I was in an Uber. Here? Yeah. And <laughs> I got my other like Yeezy Gap uh, sweatshirt, my first Balenciaga joint over here. And I'm like, it's heavy, right? Uh-huh. So it's good when it's on your back, but then I got the other piece on, I'm just like, I don't have a car. I would normally put this in my trunk or something. I don't have a place to live. Wait, People so when you call, so you have Uber on your phone? Uh, you know what? I had it, but I was getting canceled more on my own Uber than, <laughs> the, black, than, 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 than the black culture was canceling me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who in charge of Uber? Black culture. So now what I is keep it? on getting canceled. So now what is this thing about you like not having security? They're like, I don't like that. I don't feel comfortable with that. We live in a world right now where people are already super jealous of you because you're iconic. It is what it is, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. And now you're, you're a billion dollar man walking around the streets. Ten. Ten billion. Ten. Ten billion. Sorry. <laughs> Missed a couple of <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, Ten billion. And they're like, why, why not security? Why not? It's funny because I was with Mark Brunette and I was he like a he was like a Navy SEAL, some whatever the London version of Navy SEALs were. The M6 or whatever. Yeah, whatever that. So he don't really have security, but he got the uh, another level skill set, you yeah. know, like break somebody's neck with like a one move kind of skill set. Man, you know, God got you. It'd be the it'd be a security can set you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You doing all that, it just kinda like slow you down, you gotta move around. So they like sometimes could make it be just more comp. Uh, you know, I'm, I was, I had a, a conversation with Jared Kushner. I wanted to really decriminalize the idea of me talking to a person that passed the first step act. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The way black media see that, it'd be like, oh man, that's that bull. But by the way, people fed up, you know, so we're going to have to do something. You know, I might've like went through my pink polo stage, uh, you know, tight jeans, pink polos, and Louis backpacks, so people wasn't liking that. Mm-hmm. Now that's just a normal, like, you know, that was a, I, you know, I was the first person to ever had a motorcycle jeans. They made them for me in Baltimore. I don't even know what motorcycle jeans are. Motorcycle jeans, motorcycle jeans, nigga, the jeans with the, it's a record, come on, nigga. You know, I mean, I, my, I'm not the most fashionable. <laughs> motorcycle jeans is the jean that every nigga wears with, Jordans or 350s and they have like the stripes right here. Okay, everybody said, look. Okay, all right, so, (laughs) so, but I was at Balmain and the designer, Christoph DeCarna at that time, it's just a drip, it was just too crazy. I'm trying to throw a jacket, it only fit me halfway and I'm in Balmain store in Paris. I'm like, where Christoph? Where Christoph? And it was only me and Michael Jackson wearing this Balmain time. At this time he came out and said, man, I need some custom 
Mama, he made me some red joints. And then like, I did this all-star game performance with Rihanna and Wayne like looked over to G like, man, where you get them pants from, <laughs> man? And this is like kind of the invention of those, um, and a, and a ball mom motorcycle jeans and shit. Another important point of the, I know, of the story. Okay, but again, you being so, I mean, Mark Burnett, we know who he is. We know the shows he's created. He ain't you. Like, you're one of the most visible people in the world. I'm trying to tell you, people love me so much. You know what I mean? And then, and like, if something happened to me, they just love me even more. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's just love. I just move around in love and kindness. I always think like, do I have a problem with somebody? Somebody got a problem with me and stuff. That's the problem. Like, people just love me so much. I'm a hard person to be mad at. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when it's in person, especially the way I like watch what I'm saying. I'm really big on, I want to explain that I got love. I love John Legend. I love Big Sean. I love these people. But, you know, people got to know, man, you can't be like, you know, down in someone that done changed your life in public if they the godfather or not, you know, especially if they the godfather, you just definitely not finna do that, especially not in the middle where I'm running for office because that thing that I ran for was like me taking John Legend in the office with Sylvia Rohn and uh, him, uh, her saying she don't want to sign him because she already had Kabuzi, wasn't they? Sometimes they love me, sometimes they love me not. I ain't letting her go. It's all I got. Anyway, Silver had this artist and was saying, oh, I'm not feeling John Legend or the times that we held Big Sean on the, the record label when they was going to drop him a bunch of times or times that I sat next to. Like, I remember uh, when we had this one song, uh, Martinet, uh, Mark Chardonnay or something like that. It's being a Big Sean single, right? Mm -hmm. uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, something like that, right? And I remember... Uh, the, we was in a Mercer working on like Washington Throne or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And we had the beat and they was like, oh, somebody sold a, we, we sold a beat. And I was like, who got the beat? And Don C was like, Wiz Khalifa. And he had just started dating Amber. I was like. <laughs> you know, Amber texted me the other day because so she saw that we were out at dinner. And um, I don't even want to go down that but So about last night, <laughs> Um, okay, so do we close the lid? No, you know what? That'd be a fire thing if we had like a thing we did every week or every couple weeks, and it was just called So About Last Night. Like, it kind of uh, just put listen, some context. Anything you yeah. want, we can do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've always said I'm not a fan of cancel culture because they've tried to cancel me. Thank God I own myself. Cancel, cancel culture, bro. This is from the main person that's been canceled that will not be canceled, you know. Period, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Obviously, as a celebrity, there's a lot of people that are around me that can influence me, and no human being is immune to their surroundings. There's a lot of people around Kim that can influence her. You know, as she's making certain decisions, she's just looking for safety and a, a safe place to be because I do these ideas where, like, man, if I'm the only person that's not with Hillary, then she's getting like attacked so much, telling me can't wear the hat. And she just, as a woman, women just want security and comfort. But you know, what she'd ultimately like is just your, her, her husband, but for her husband to play the role of what's happening in Hollywood already. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. Mm -hmm. You know, you got yay and I'm here 
to improve on the situation. Everybody's still going to eat. It's cool, but, you know, I just need to explain to people just really clearly. The way people look at, like, say we got big corporations, they look at superstars, like, let me see how I'm going to use your influence to get my agenda across mm -hmm. on, you know, on day. Do you feel like you were used? Yeah, but, you know, my grandfather said, you know, make yourself useful. If, you know, you can't be used useless. And, you know, this is what, if you, you, you're not living in California unless you're presenting yourself to be of use. When someone, like, gives their demo, gives their resume, they say, like, I can be of use to you. So then you could be used. Was I misused? It's like, ah, maybe so. I'm sitting here with this Balenciaga jacket on right now, so it's, it's okay. You know, another thing is, like, with North, she, she, she in basketball practice right now. We got top basketball players going to, you know, McDonald's All-American and, you know, already getting recruited. It's all kind of recruiters becoming by our high school games. So we got the coaches, and I, and I appreciate the coach and the coaches that we already have, but we got to turn up enough. We're not going to just deal with like this, oh, get, this is just okay, because for the fact that my kids do are well off, they still have to, you know, learn how to make things that are excellent. There's so many children, I mean, you, you meet them, especially out here in Hollywood, and you're like, man, them kids, they never been pushed or focused, or they always knew they was going to have something. And so North loves basketball, where she got to get that coach. But it'll be a thing where it's just little like being ignored, you know what I mean? Like now it's three, four times, and, you know, Justin LaVoyda put together our basketball squad. It's like, I got the coach, and they're just being ignored, and we're going through the nannies. And it's just like that kind of time. We not on that time. Mm -hmm. And that's the point of this. You know, I'm not, we ain't trying to go no full, you know, all respect dude. I'm not, I got to use these names as an example. But my biggest thing is when I be on my yay about to tweet, da da da, I don't tweet anymore. I'll be like, we not going full <laughs> Will and Jada, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody got problems on both sides and it don't need to be aired what out. It, okay, you mean put it all out there? Yeah, it ain't about putting all out and being aired out. It's just like, look, certain things, look, it's just not finna happen. And I'm at this point, where I'm going to step up. Because actually, I called Noriega first. I was like, man, this is happening. Ah, and Noriega was just like, man, he, 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 he just told me just like, bro, you know, they're going to use this against you. They're going to use the paparazzi thing against you. They're going to run this narrative and this. And I'm like, man, people just got to hear me talk. Even if I go and talk to Charlemagne for uh, 45 minutes and argue with him and, you know, him telling me, man, Pete's not the target and this and that. And like, uh, at the end, he'll still say, your, you know, your voice is the most powerful thing you have. And it works in a few ways. It works like visually, it works performance-wise, works through art curation, it works on music, of course, videos. And I think I give a good interview now. I think people can see me, feel me. I've been through some things because I'm not just all rich, blah, 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 look, it's perfect. Like this is a great moment in my life. What my Christian brothers will come to me and say, it's like, thank God for these moments. Thank God for the, the pain, you know, thank God for this. Cause in that he is strong when we are low, you know, when we are at our lowest, that's when God can come to his highest. And what floor, what's, what's floor this? What floor is this? What Hollywood unlocked is the penthouse It's on the highest floor, it's on the highest floor. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know he was going to be here today. And my cousins were saying, come by here yesterday, but I was finishing. You're working. I was finishing that verse for your girl, you know what I mean? Like, I always believed in her since since she was on the show, period. 
I, I told you the other night at dinner, I said when we were at Chris's house and and Cardi was there and you said to Cardi, you're my hero because you can say whatever you want and not be judged. And it was an interesting moment because you both are very similar in that sense that you say whatever you think, um, but you, you'll get attacked sometimes or most times and then she'll get praised, but she gets attacked too. Why do you think that is? Do you think people just can't handle your truth? Yeah, well, no, I think that you know what? I don't have a thought on that. That's a really good question. I feel like people just be coming up with an answer quick. Oh, I think that you'd be, I'll be in the elevator on the way back. I didn't think that, <laughs> you know? No, I just, I, I feel like it's love, man. People just love, people love celebrities. It's a gift and it's a blessing. It's a responsibility to be famous. And a curse sometimes. Well, you know, it's all how you look at it. It's, I just, what I'm saying, it's like, thank God for those low moments too, because that's where, God's gonna show up, you know, God's showing up right now amidst everything that's happening. You know, my family, they got their approach. Like, she's, uh, my cousin was like, you know, I'm running a little bit late. I gotta put on some makeup for this meeting. Mm -hmm. You know, so she's showing respect to Kim going into this meeting. And of course, Kim, as a woman, is gonna say certain things where, you know, they're gonna side with that. They're gonna be like, oh man, that reminds me of my, Baby daddy did that same thing. I feel you, Kim, because women love Kim. You know, she is just a poster child of somebody, a mom, a lawyer. Like, can't nobody deny that everyone loves Kim. So when you get a situation where my family go up there, they're like, wow, we're sitting here talking to Kim, and she's uh, someone that we really look up to. So even, like, when Wack had... Um, you know, had said the said he had the the tape. Um, he he said to me, you know, as a black man, you know, it was the beginning of the conversation, and pulled on that string right there. So I'm sure when Kim met with my two cousins, she said, well, as a woman, you know, as the beginning, and that was her. And then we get into this thing. But I love with like Mark Burnett. I was riding with him, and he's like, yo, you. If you ever plan to like run in or do anything, you can't, you gotta stop using, you know, we always say that term like white supremacy. I feel like to say that we're giving it too much power. I was meeting with the head of Coachella today because obviously right here, boom, we're announcing that um, head, headlining Coachella and it's gonna be me and Sunday service mm -hmm. separately. You know, we're doing both of those. And so we're just talking about some of the design, but I liked his perspective where he's like, man, you know, I couldn't even tell if some of my friends are Democrats. I, I couldn't tell if some of my friends were Republicans. See, with us, we are forced for that to be thrown in our face to, for us to judge each other. Also, whether we're Democrat or Republican and also whether we're rich or poor. You could be in an environment where everyone got, has money and you, you can't really tell how much money someone has. Whereas with us, it's like, we have to show our money. We have to show our politics also. That's another thing. You don't have, like, I wore the hat for the freedom of, of opinion. You know, my mom was born into a drinking fountain. She was told what fountain she could drink in. And she fought. My grandfather, my father, my family fought for the right to vote. And now I fought 
for the right to choose who we vote on because the black vote is just this. And look, we love Democrats. Democrats know how to talk to black people better than Republicans. So it would be good if we could just comfortably be within this party that was switched to become our party you know, in the 60s because we used to be Republicans. And um, did you ever reconcile why people were upset about you wearing the hat though? Because I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, not to get too deep into politics, I look at like all the conversation, even that Joe Biden was having with Charlemagne saying that if you don't vote, if you vote Republican, you ain't black. But then now that they're in office, I really don't see the policies being passed to benefit the people that you were going out fighting for. So I get it. I understand, you know, the frustration or the guilt and the games that people play. But I always wondered if you reconcile why people were feeling the way they were feeling about you wearing the hat. Yeah, you know what? I will say I take responsibility for the, the fact that it hurt their feelings, mm -hmm. that it hurt people's feelings, you know? And I also say, I believe now that people, not just black people, just across the board, they're realizing like, yo, you have to let yay be yay. <laughs> you gotta push it. Like me and Drake was gonna wear Virgil Jordans at the show and we had them, we was backstage. And when I put them on, it j I just didn't look like yay. Mm -hmm. I look more like yay with these, these boots. I got this line on the, the song with Game where I say, I wear these boots uh, even in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, cause how can something change if we're in group think? Mm -hmm. There's gonna be someone who doesn't take the program. And so I take accountability for when I've been ramped up and not had the right mood and attitude, but the, it was necessary for me to not take the programming and then to not, you know, take the bullying and the manipulation. They want all celebrities in a position, basketball players, rappers have to say, yo, we're voting in the same party as the media control party, which is the Democrats. The majority of people who own the media are aligned with the Democrats. So if you don't align with them, they literally is like, yo, we're gonna, your, your career is gonna be over. That was really the biggest reason why I went to the hospital. Every day, imagine everyone in your life telling you your career is going to get be over if you don't vote for Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why am I going to vote for Hillary Clinton? I don't have no connection, you know, to this person. I just, so, and, and, why, and why do you have to defend your right? Mm -hmm. Why do you have to defend your right? What little rights we got? We got like 13th Amendment in the Constitution. They got literal amendments only based on... <laughs> aimed at black people to lock us up, but then we're defending the rights that we fought for. What's the point of fighting and winning to vote if you got to defend who you gonna vote on? Like I always had a difference of opinion to everyone in grammar school, everyone in high school. And I see, I think, you know, a lot of times I'm ahead of my time, 10, 10 years ahead of my time, 20 years ahead of my time. And as a leader and a visionary, I gotta take a responsibility to be able to communicate to the people who follow me, where are we going, yay? Where is this going? And there was a blurry time where people are just feeling lost. They didn't know where they was going. Even for Kim, she's like, where are you going? Where are you going? I know how to get there. I know, I know what this is. I've been going here my whole life. You're talking about building sustainable communities and all that and how this is gonna be you know, better. And people just don't understand sometimes where I'm headed. I have to take that responsibility as a visionary to move just a little bit slower, stop, 
explain, you know, where we're going. And I feel that there's a lot more people along for the ride now. Because I am a I am a future president. It might not be two, three years from now, I might not but you know, ain't ain't never been a situation I went in that I didn't make it better. I'm an industrialist. I opened the first sportswear factory in America since World War II, where we're printing up the phone run, runners, giving jobs to Americans. We own our second factory. We have one in Cody, and now we have one in California. But well, I wanted to say really quick, just going back to last night, we can cap it there. And you know, I do like the weekly thing. You can drop it anytime you want. I didn't think you were coming that fast today. You just popped up. But um, the people you pulled together last night, the Madonna, AB, Floyd, you, like, did you, you, you realize like those are all rebels of their time and of their genre. Like every single person that was together last night, I was sitting back thinking like, these are all people who've been embroiled in controversy that surrounded basically free thinking, free thought, and just being who the fuck they want to be. Isn't that crazy? How Madonna, how they try to control her when she did like a prayer, when she was kissing the girls on MTV when she was rolling around in the white dress at the MTV Awards. Floyd, anytime he's come out and said anything controversial about what he believes in being the greatest ever, you, I said to you the other night at dinner, being shamed into not saying you're a god or you're godlike or whatever, when I, I think about black men who are conditioned to not believe they're great and how people impress upon them that it's wrong or taboo to say you're a god or godlike or anything like that. So I, I look at who all came together last night, I'm like, yo, damn, this is literally a group of people who are like geniuses and the best at their game who have also been the most attached. Like, only God did this. You know, he just used me right there. When I see it, you lean into it. Genius is just getting in front of God's people and getting out of God's way. And that was just meant to be. So when people say, oh, this is random, that's a hating. That's somebody who don't believe in God. It's definitely not someone who believes in God that sees these people all in the same room and says, anything negative about the idea. Just the fact that, you know, me, Mayweather, like Madonna. A. B. Madonna. Yeah, AB, we walked off the field, you know, and that we could all, we, we somehow seem at ease. And everybody seemed happy. That's what I'm trying to say. That's the part I didn't understand what people didn't get from the Instagram, like everybody yeah. was happy. See, they it's not that they didn't get it, it's that like somebody putting out that, that that BS on it. Or they don't want to see it. Yeah, but they, but they're gonna have to get used to it. Yeah. Because we're gonna be humbling ourselves next to each other. Well, you know what it is? I don't even think it's turn. Let me reverse that. I don't, you don't have to humble yourself around me. You great. I don't have to humble myself around you. I'm great. AB don't have to humble himself. He great. Mayweather don't have to humble himself. Madonna don't have to humble. We just are, just is what it is. But in other kind of environments where there's people using you, this, that, whatever it is, we got to make ourselves lower, higher, speak up a little bit, speak down a little bit. It's an adjustment. But it was something about that, that it's just a, a energy coming together. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful thing that happened. That's historical. You look back at it, it's like, you know, it's things also too, like my first fashion show in Paris, Christine Santanera that went on to be Virgil's main stylist at Louis, she's working with us at Gap, right? So when the Balenciaga uh, announcement came out, she was, you know, she was just so proud and happy because Demna's her favorite designer, right? And I told her, remember the night before the first fashion show in Paris back in like 2011? And the stuff, it was barely coming together. 
And she said, uh, she started crying and said, they all gonna laugh at you. And I gave her a hug and said, but we still gonna do it. Mm. You know, that laughing, that's a, that's a holographic wall of shame mm -hmm. that you just gotta go through. Sticks and stones, you know, break bones. And when people can say words can hurt you, yes, words can hurt you. But to just get into that mentality of maximum confidence, me and Justin be on that maximum confidence. Me and Future be on that maximum confidence. This video game is two buttons. You can hit love or fear. Mm. And we about that love not being in fear. And sometimes I go real like radical with it. Like, okay, just come and get me. Cause I'd rather, I'd rather that than to live in fear. Because if you're living in fear, you're the walking dead anyway. You're a zombie. Well, I, I love that you're um, <clears throat> as iconic as you are fighting for your children because I know you love them. And I told you at dinner the other night, you have four beautiful kids. You have the right to have an opinion over how your kids are exactly. being raised. Or I, I got more than the right. I'm like, father, it's all about trying to take the fathers out the home. Okay, you take the fathers out. I'm be, I'm be, I'm be so close. The kids literally in walking distance. I don't play when it comes to my children and the media ain't finna play with me and run this narrative. And okay, so anyway. Wait, can I just say something what's so powerful yeah. about you being here? Somebody who's off camera is literally dealing with the same thing you're dealing with, but the public would deal with him differently than they'll deal with you because of who you are. Exactly, and so this is for anybody that's going through a separation and people intentionally do things to be mean and hurt you. You know what I'm saying? And to be playing games and then culturally it's okay. You know, how are you gonna bring me to SNL and kiss the dude you dating right in front of me. And everybody's like, oh, that's, that's cool. Mm -hmm. After I went and went and got the laptop from Ray J myself that night, right? And then got on a red eye, I met this man at the airport, then got on a red eye, came back, delivered it to her at 8 a.m. in the morning. And then I gave it to her and she cried when she saw it. You know why she cried when she seen that laptop? Because it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her and they just saw her as a commodity. People or her, or her family? I'm just saying that in general because I would rather make that general statement because I'm not here to be mean and be overly specific about that. I'm just saying this is the most transacted upon human being other than like Santa Claus or Jesus Christ. This is the most famous person in the world. And, you know, I could have my principles and things I changed and things where I backslid and I haven't been the best Christian and things the media can make seem certain kind of ways and, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm Jesus gang. I'm about family, you know, since me and my kids' parents ain't, I mean, my kids' um, mom, we're not together. I'm still gonna be the best dad. But when you do little nuances, like I'm not finna be like Jackie Robinson where you gotta spit on my spit on me while I'm trying to like hit a home run. I've seen you with Kim privately and I know that there was a time where you all loved each other. So I'm hoping regardless of where it's ended up that they can see, Kim and them can see how important it is for you to be able to participate in the lives of the people you created. I mean, these are your children. Yeah, and participate without no noise. Cause they can, they can go on SNL and make jokes. They can make jokes in the media. They could plant stories about whoever I'm dating, whatever they want to do. They can block deals. They could do all that type of stuff. But I'm going to tell you straight up, 
don't play, don't play with my kids. Don't play with my kids. Whoever y'all work for, whoever y'all think the family is working for, I'm telling you right now, don't play with my children and it's gonna be all legal. It's gonna be all legal, baby. You ain't finna gaslight me and every night it's gonna be calm like this. But that's where we not finna play. It ain't gonna be no, cause, you know what I'm saying? And this is for all the, everybody that's ever been in a situation like this that didn't have a voice. This is what we on, this is what time it is. This, I'm, I'm, I got the house right next to my children. Gangster. I, th I think we got it. Do you have some other stuff you want? No, I think we got everything. All right, cool.